welcome to Ask Abby, a podcast where I help women who have a tough decision to make to connect to the inner wisdom of their body, find their own answers, and move forward. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Ask Abby. Today, I have the wonderful Jamie Maurer here with me. Hi, Jamie. Hi, Abby. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to have you on today. Jamie is a client of mine. She's in the inner circle. She's just the kick-ass gem of a human being. She is a one-three emotional projector and just like an all-around gem. So I'm super excited to have you on today. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Today's, I don't know when it's going to air, but today's a Wednesday. And I feel like that commercial where it's like that camel being like, hump day. Yeah. Like, we had a long weekend. It's like a four-day week. We're already halfway over it's like I can't complain yeah no definitely these these short weeks are always like weird like that well why don't you fill everybody in before we get started on just like who you are what you do where you're at in life all those yeah. I guess I'm like an enigma in a sense like I'm constantly in the process of figuring my shit out um which is like a not a bad thing I'm not I'm past the, the point of self-talk Abby's helped me work through that but I think what's um, interesting is I earlier this year found out um, after years and years and not necessarily just human design, but like talk about astrology natal charts um, and numerology, it didn't affect it, but other systems that I would try to look and try to identify and better understand kind of my inherent, inherent like characteristics or lens. Um, I was actually operating on the false assumption that I was a manifester. I had my birth time wrong. Um, and it's funny. I feel like in my life, I get to these phases, whether it's, you know, mental health, you know, physical well-being, more of the metaphysical realm where I feel like I have everything figured out. And then all of a sudden the rug gets pulled out from under me and I'm like, <laughs> I was wrong. And it's like a reorienting shift. And I know since working with you, um, we actually connected through one of Crystal Woods, who's a manifester. At the time, I was trying to figure out like why I wasn't resonating or why I couldn't embody. So I had signed up with a container with her. We connected. Our energy was just like spot on. And I just remember being able to trust you right off the bat with this shift. Because I think this is probably my ego talking. I'd like to think like I've had it figured out multiple times. And the last thing I was looking for was another expert to like interject something on me after I just myself realized like everything that I could have believed is like wrong, you know? And so I think it's been good in working with you because I've really started uncovering what's more of like my innate mechanics versus associating a certain skill or aspiration or expectation of like what I'm meant to be. Um, And that's been super helpful. And in turn, I feel like this go around of figuring myself out and getting my stuff in order, it's been a lot more enjoyable of a process. And I think that that's what it's all about. Everything's a process. And this cyclical iteration has just been so much more um, present. And in turn, it's not had the same type of struggle, fear, and worry that typically comes during this time for me. Yeah. And what was so funny about Jamie when she kind of went through this was when we first started working together, you did like my mini program and 
she kept being like, I resonate so much more with the projector type. I resonate so much with the projector type. Like none of it really sitting with me. Like I read it. So I was like, okay, well let's talk about it. Maybe you're a projector. And you know, we thought maybe it was conditioning. Your mom is a projector. Um, you have a lot of projected channels, a lot of projected energy. We were like, okay, maybe it's this. And then finally I'm like, well, like you weren't solid on your birth time. And I was like, well, why don't you do some digging and let's find out if, if this is your real birth time. And I think you first got in the chart and started moving around the birth time before you even talked to your parents and found out that if you'd been born a couple hours later, you would be a projector. And that's what got you on this path of like, okay, I need to get my legitimate birth time and figure it out. Yeah. I'm still waiting on confirmation on the birth time, but it's like my dad who wasn't organized, you know what I mean? But he has like the best chart and like, he remembers like certain things vividly, but he also like, doesn't claim to be an expert. He's kind of a lot like Abby where he's like, I don't know what I don't know, you know? And when I asked him about my birth time, he's like, I don't know, like around five, I think, you know? And it's like, I'm my dad's only child. It's like, the fact that he could even admit, like, I don't know, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, how can you not trust that? But I never did. I trusted my mom being like 207, 207. And she's also like, has a lot of the maladaptive coping mechanisms that I have, where it's like people pleasing, wanting to be sure, afraid of being wrong. So you double down, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. So it's like in thinking about all that and like, and my dad's actually a manifester. So it's like in thinking about that, I'm like, huh, you know what, Abby could be right. And I started messing around. And it was just literally a 20 minute segment from when my birth time was to when I would have switched to a projector. So it was an even smaller window from like when I was operating thinking I was a manifester to a projector. And now I know I'm a projector, the exact time's a little off, but I put in the 507 and it resonates. And I think just that switch of type and waiting to be invited. Like I went from having a defined throat um, and it's those that are familiar with human design, the throat is kind of all aspects of manifestation, how we let our intentions be known and understood to actually make movement and material things in the world. And I think as a manifester, I would always try to interject my voice, but that little shift actually switched my gate from my throat being defined to completely undefined. And it's like, then it made all sense of everything that I went through growing up. I had a terrible speech impediment. It's happening right now. A terrible speech (laughs) impediment of stuttering. Um, I constantly was like exploding with emotions because I never felt seen or heard or like properly like invited or recognized. So it just did a lot of different shifting in what my focus was on a big picture. And it's interesting. We talk about there's all these nuances of things, but it was that shift of big picture, like differentiation that really kind of changed the game and me working with you and actually stopping being so pathologically secretive and like opening up to the idea of showing up who I am, not just with you, but like with others. Yeah. It was cool to watch you go through that shift. Like, I know at first you were like, well, I don't know that this is my birth time. And I was like, Jamie, this is the right birth time. Like everything was landing. Like everything was like, makes sense. Oh my gosh. Makes perfect sense. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That makes perfect sense. And you'd come from this place of really trying to force and manifest and create. And then as soon as you stepped into this projector role, you were like, wait, this makes so much sense. Like this, this kind of makes it clear too why human design wasn't really sitting with me and why it didn't really click with you. And it was cool to watch you go through that process. I'm curious, what would you say has been the biggest like aha for you in this new, cause you're pretty up on astrology and human design too. So like you'd been yeah. studying it for a few years with the wrong um, with the wrong birth time. So like, what would you say has been the biggest aha for you in this new chart? I think it's trusting the magic that's innate within each person. Um, 
I'm a one three, so I'm just investigative by nature. If you tell me something's a certain way, I'm gonna be like, huh, that well's put in place to put some system. There's gonna be a workaround. I'll find it. I'll experiment with it. I'll let you guys know what it is. You know what I mean? So it's like for me, I think I had a lot of lack of trust in just my interactions with like myself and society at large. And I think when I started working with you, it's Anybody has been um, lucky enough to have Abby as a mentor or has been able to snag one of her containers. I think one of, and I wouldn't be the only one echoing the sentiment, she has this unique ability to just show up as her without these expectations in line that are rigid. And so everything happens so organically. Like there's something refreshing about that. And for me, a lot of what, I couldn't get out from under was the expectation setting and me choosing choices that wasn't fulfilling that expectation. And in turn, it was hard for me to build confidence in what I was doing and actually embodying and being, you know, I was constantly stuck in my head. You know how many times you had to like get me off that track, but the expectations were just so overwhelming. I actually couldn't really be open to the change and transformation that was like knocking at my door until I connected with you. Um, and it's funny, our human design charts kind of like complete so much of the same thing. So it doesn't shock me that in working with you, you kind of helped me flip the script on how I process everything that's happening, the stimulation, whether it's thoughts, emotions, actions, embodiment. And instead of thinking what came first and do I have to be right? I'm trying to feel out my mechanics of what works best for me and try to lay off the judgment of how different that is for other people. Yeah, 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 totally. And for everybody who's listening, who isn't as up on human design, what she's talking about is um, if you take our charts and you overlap them, we actually have the energy that kind of like bridges each other's splits. So like anywhere where one of us is missing energy, the other person has it. And, um, in human design, when this happens, that's like a very strong connection between two people. And you can look at two charts and kind of see like, okay, this is where we might butt heads. Okay. This is where we're going to connect each other's energy. And when I first signed Jamie on as a client, I was like, oh my gosh, we have all the energy. And this was actually with your manifestor chart. Things have shifted a little, but I was like, oh my gosh, we have the energy to bridge each, both, both of us, each other splits. And I was like, this is going to be like a powerful ass relationship. And it super has been on, on both of our parts. I feel, um, I've learned, I've learned a lot from you just as much as you've learned a lot from me. And it's been this really cool relationship of kind of just like our energy comes like when we're together, the energy all clicks and it all comes together and, and it's really cool. And Jamie's actually kind of pushed me out of my own comfort zone to launch the inner circle, to launch some new offerings. Like I've, there's been a few times where I've gotten off a call with Jamie and been like, wait, is she coaching? Am I coaching her? Is she coaching me? What's happening here? It's too funny. No, no. I'm just like, girl, I need this. I'm quite standing, but as a projector, emotional projector, I know how to frame it in a way where it doesn't seem demanding, but I'm like, girl, how am I going to solve this? Abby's the type of person that could like never be bullied. She's like not ashamed of who she is. And meanwhile, she tells me like, girl, what I see is great. Get out there and show people. And I'm like, that is so much scarier than you think. Um, but it's great because instead of you trying to tell me I'm wrong, you've like worked to like deliver new offerings that kind of really support me in this process. And that means a lot. I mean, there's one thing to go with coaches that currently know what works for them. But I think what's been beautiful is 
where I am in my process. You're also in your evolution in your business, your brand and what you're showing up as. And I think what's been really great is we've recognized the value in each other to be able to kind of work more collaboratively than any mm. mentorship I had before. And in turn, it's also been like incredibly healing and supportive of me. Like the leaps and bounds I've made in the three months that we've been working together. I know we still have like a month, but it's been like, it's the type of focus that they talk about. Like if you're intentional and if you're not like on autopilot and you're putting yourself in circumstances and environments that nurture that versus going back to what was and no longer is, it's like you can make real progress. And I think that that's what this relationship's really done for me. And one, our energetics, but two, just where we both are. It's like kind of like we luckily got put on the same chapter. So it's not like too much of a misalignment as we're both growing. Yeah, totally, totally. And I want you to talk about, so you just brought up the um, autopilot. This is something you talk about a lot. And I feel like other people are going to super relate to this. So I would love for you to fill us in a little bit about like, what it feels like when you feel like you get into this autopilot mode and kind of how you've worked to get out of it, how it affects you, whatever you want to say about it. Yeah. It's funny because I think as we figure out life, you know what I mean? We're always trying to like make sense of it. And so I think for me, it's so easy for me to go on to autopilot because that's like where I feel safe. It's like things that I know, like these are the expectations I can know I can get out of a situation but generally, it's not in my best interest. I'm just going down that route because I know what to expect. And at some point or another, it has like a desired result that I'm looking for, whether it's self-serving in nature. Recognition is a big thing with projectors. So putting myself in a place to be recognized, even though it's false because I was never invited to be recognized, you know. And so it's like I had so many of those things fueling this sense of self-confidence that wasn't actually in me. It was like in what the appearance of Jamie brought out. And I know probably a lot of people feel like this, but it's like an imposter syndrome. Like you show up and you're like, okay, I want to be of value to this world. And if we look at it in even more of like a societal context, like I want to be happy and successful. And like we're grown up in these environments where people clearly are engaging the information that they know imparted by the system that we placed in to help simplify it. And it's not any fault of their own, but we've been conditioned to kind of get away from the real value that is life, which is going to be different for each of us, depending on our energetics. And so I would be the type of person where I don't believe that you have to have ultimatums or this or that. I can easily see duality in most things. But it's like when I'm taking a stand for myself and I'm showing up for myself, how often do I leave a little caveat in there for me to escape and like not have to like commit and follow through? And I think what's really good about Abby is Abby recognizes within me because I kept getting stuck in my head. My mind will constantly try to problem solve things that it Quad can't left clarify. <laughs> yep. Can't clarify or can't experiment with. And I was like, well, why don't you experiment with your friends and family? Like, I'm sure there's so many people in your life that want to recognize you. And I'm like, not for this woo-woo stuff. They want to recognize me for this corporate thing, me being effective at research, me being incredibly strategic. They don't want to recognize me because I understand what Saturn and the new blood moon are doing and Neptune. People are going to look at me like I'm nuts. And they have because of my throat. And it's like, you helped me realize like, okay. That might be what your current perception is and things have happened to have you engage in that. But like there's other people out there that are worth your time. And 
giving everybody like a holistic view if they followed you for a while. This was around the time where Abby wasn't just like preaching the talk. She was doing the talk. She was sending out email campaigns and actually taking people off her email list. Like if you didn't engage with this, you were gone. You like, it was like completely backwards for me. I was like, Oh my God. Like she's talking about how I need to like connect with people that are meant to hear this and not be so wrapped up in what they mean to me or what they're going to think. And so you crafted this inner circle, you with your incarnation cross, you realize like a big theme of yours is creating containers that have the community show up in healthy ways that they're not seeking validation. And what I mean by that is a lot of times, you know, whenever we sign up for therapy or group work, I don't know if other people feel like this. I'm like, okay, great. Another set of expectations I'm trying to like hit for myself to prove like I'm healing or I'm growing. Um, And I think it's one, the person who you are, and two, a lot of the similar people that like we kind of connect and like value and respect like a Crystal Woods who's like, is all about embodying, like there is no right or wrong. I think as you transform and you're trying not to go into autopilot, it is so important to have a group of common individuals in the arena getting their ASS kicked as well. And it's like with that, there's like some trust and openness that like, you, I couldn't have had with my current support system, even though what you're saying is true. Like those that matter won't mind. It's like, it didn't matter. Like that sticking point was so hard for me to not go into autopilot until it was like created and I could actually start testing it and being like, wow, I was wrong with my assumption. Um, so much so that one of our sessions, everybody's in an entrepreneur they're in some form of their business. And I had in my mind the misconception that I was so different in the group because I was even pre-starting this new business idea. I'm in corporate America and I'm currently trying to figure out how to structure, making a shift to my energetics that are fueled by passion versus skill set. And I think how I kept reading off was like this insecurity. And it's like, it wasn't even Abby that recognized it coaching. It was another girl in the group who's phenomenal. She's just the best Celeste. She literally was like, Jamie, I feel very called to tell you right now that for some reason, I feel like you somehow feel like you don't believe like belong in this group, but you do, you bring a lot of value. Like I'm glad you're here. Like I think what you're working on is important. It's like, that is what I needed to hear. It like shifted everything. And it's like, Mm. if it came from my actual support group, I would one think like, wow, that's crazy. Or two, like, what else are they trying to get? Like, I kind of know how they feel about certain things. It makes them uncomfortable. You know what I mean? And this group doesn't have me feel like I need to apologize for making anybody uncomfortable and like what interests me. And that's so huge in staying present and not going into autopilot and like, how do I, how am I appearing? What's people pleasing? Like, what are the expectations? Mm. Like that's been huge for me for embodiment. Because otherwise, I was back up in my head thinking, like, what's the next move? Yeah, totally. And I think that that's that's something you and I talked about early in your program, for sure. And I think I see it with a lot of people. It's just a lack of support in stepping into who you really are. It's like, okay, well, I want to be more authentic. I want to speak my mind. I want to do the things that I want to do. But is the support system there? Or, like, it's always that fear of, like, what is everybody going to think of me? What is everybody going to say about me? Are they going to think I'm crazy? Woo, woo, wit. It's that witch wound that we're all still walking. Yeah. With. <laughs> and, and I think when you talk about like the wound, I think it's not even just like a witch wound. It's like, wow, this feels different. And somebody's so convicted and different. Like they're either a genius or crazy. 
Mm-hmm. And like, that's very much how you embody things. Like, but you bring things in so that they're not so scary. You know, it's like this inner circle work. Like all I was searching for was common humanity. At the end of the day, I kept thinking, I'm trying to figure out this thing, but I realized the biggest thing in me tapping into my inner transformation was that piece. You know yeah. what I mean? And I yeah. think the way that you approach things are kind of just so quad right of you. Yeah, totally quad right of me. And Jamie's a quad left. I'm a quad right. So we definitely like work a little differently in that way. But um, yeah, and I think that's been one of the amazing things to see kind of unfold in the group is that as everybody entered in, because I did like enrollment calls with everybody in the inner circle, everyone was like, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to have much support to give. Like I could use the help, but I don't know that I'm going to have much to give. And like, I don't know, I'm new at this. And it was just funny to see because now everybody's gotten in the group and it's like full open vulnerability. Everybody's like helping out. Um, everybody's kind of like supporting each other in different ways and has this certain role. And it's been really cool to witness. And it was cute that day that Celeste said that to you because I knew you needed to hear that. <laughs> and somehow she just knew you needed to hear that. Yeah. And it's so much different than like what you would originally anticipate with a group. So like, to be quite frank, I don't think I would be as open to group containers outside of you, Abby. And then you've like actually opened me to like explore it more. It was more my trust with you of how you coach people, how you allow people to deal with whatever they want. And I thought, oh, that could be really powerful in a community. But it opened up to me because what my only hesitation around like that group work prior um, outside of people feeling like, oh, it's not super, um, customized or tailored to me, which that's a different kind of argument, apples to oranges type of discussion. But I thought potentially I'm setting myself to be in a container where I'm playing the comparison game with other people in their Mm. own personal and professional development. And that never happened. And I think why it didn't happen is because you're not setting out expectations like this is where we need to be or like one of those coaches that I hate to say some of the new age coaches, it's like, I've had enlightenment through this process and now let me walk you through. It's like, you understand the beauty that each of our unique perspectives give and you have like this beautiful hands off way of allowing what needs to be seen, recognized, heard, and like mapped out, achieved in a short period of time. And I think it's only because you trust in your quad right versus having it be like a three-hour meeting where you get through all the material that you want to get into. And then we do what the real value is, which is connecting other people that are Mm. playing and experimenting in their own, like, you know what I mean? Their own journey. And that's what's like beneficial. Like our whole time when we connect, like that's all we're going over. It's not like these additional points of interest and and maybe that's selfish of me, but for me, I look at that as like, that's a real leader that does that and cultivates that. And so I feel like in this community, that's what you really bring is not just a level of value of like, hey, this is what I need help and support on, but people showing up with the good, the bad, and the ugly. Like we're not doing comparison games here. We're talking about like, I'm getting stuck here. I wish I didn't like, and other people chiming in. It's like, it's a different type of scorecard and it's the type of scorecard where everybody can win. And for me, that's like, that's what this is all about, especially in this time where everything kind of feels so competitive and not a good way. Mm. And it's funny that you say that. I never really thought about it being my quad rightness, um, but I much prefer to just like see what happens. So like, I don't, I don't really go into things with the plan. So like we have a group call every month for the inner circle and I kind of just see what's going on with the girls before we get on the call. Like I'm not going to plan out some 
which is very quad right of me. Now that I'm saying it out loud, yeah, it is my quad rightness. But um, I'm not going to plan out some sort of thing that we're going to work through or some sort of, I, I wait to see, like, what do you guys actually need support on? What are you actually struggling? What were what what you actually dealing with? Um, last year, I threw a little day retreat and same thing. I, I enrolled the girls and I said, I don't know what we'll talk about. It will depend on where everybody's at. And people were totally cool with it. Signed up. I booked out the retreat and I was able to speak to kind of where everybody was once they got in there. But it's funny. I never thought about the quad rightness of that. Um, or that you picked up on like, (laughs) that's why I call you my illuminator. You're literally like my pocket flashlight. You're like, I'm here, but I am of utility for a specific reason. Like I need to know what you're trying to make sense of. Not like so far away. Like my light's not going to hit all that way. It's like, I love it. You don't come with like this crazy external agenda for something so far off. You help us break it down in the now. And that's what's important. Like if you can get over that, that's when momentum really starts happening. Mm-hmm. And I know a few other girls in the group have said the same thing. Women, I should stop using the word girls. Women in the group have said the same thing of like, oh, this is such a safe space for us to just like be vulnerable and to be like, I have no idea how to do this. Does anybody know how to help? Um, I'm looking for X and Y, Z employee. Can anybody send someone my way? And it's, it's just been cool to see everybody like straight up coming into the group with like, I'm really struggling with this. Can you guys help me out? Like what, you know, without that kind of like comparison judginess to it. You know what I do love is I think every woman in our group has had that. Oh, like, excuse my language moment where they're like, I can't believe that my expectations was keeping me feeling like I'm in this ocean drowning. It's like we're in the ocean and in our mind, our expectations of like what we need to like cross that, whatever the situation is, whether it's expanding and scaling by hiring new people and like who we need to hire, what channels we need to go through, because that's what people tell us, you know what I mean? Or even in terms of like really scaling back to do and offer the services that light you up and energize you versus zapping your time and energy. It's like, we all have these expectations in our mind coming in as we talk. We all share like, oh, girl, we're going to have this carnival cruise line pick me up. It is going to be great. It's going to have these bells and the whistles. And we're sitting there. We're like, Abby's like, us dates. And we're like, oh, I haven't seen any cruise line. I think I might have dozed off. So it could be my fault. But opportunities aren't connecting. Things are lost. And it's like in that we're sharing like the obstacles and what our previous expectation was and unearthing like, oh my God, but is that driftwood out there? Like that looks like that could be like a little blow up paddle thing. It's like we're finding steps to save ourselves because the expectation that we built in our mind is unrealistic. And frankly, it's unnecessary. Like there's a lot of other good enough alternatives that are going to be better suited for us. And we've all had that aha moment versus trying to keep like best in class or a best practice that Mm. contextually doesn't really matter for us. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that's in something I've, I at least have seen has been really cool to watch you guys all go through is like, oh my gosh, it's not just me. Oh my gosh. I'm not the only one who's really hard on myself all the time and beating myself up every, like, oh, it's not just me who has no idea how to set up an LLC. Like (laughs) everybody has no clue what they're doing. And that's, I, that's been cool to kind of see you all connect on that same level. Cause I think they're on the internet, especially can be this, like, I've got it all figured out. I know what I'm doing. I'm badass business owner. Um, when really we're all struggling, we're all not sure what we're doing all the time. We're all trying to figure it out. No one else has. Girl, it I'll tell out. you what. 
that ocean of discomfort and like utter confusion, it starts feeling like a pool party when you know you're not in it alone. And all of a sudden yeah. you're like, this is what we want to do is get eaten up by the And then Abby's of course like, okay guys, we, we're actually trying to get somewhere. Like, I know this is all good, fun games, but like what's next? But when people feel that discomfort, they never feel like it can be enjoyable. And it has become enjoyable in this group container. It's like things that I would avoid working on now become easy to play with and don't really feel like work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I love that. I, I've really loved having this group and, um, you know, all the women who are in it, we're so divinely like put together. It's just been such a great energy. So great to watch you guys all interact and connect. I know you're all connecting on your own too, outside of the group. And it's just been really cool to witness. Yeah. It's been awesome when you're making connections with individuals that are like really doing the same type of work that you're doing. And so the fears, although it might be in a different scenario, like it's really real. It's like, not putting yourself in a place to look like the biggest idiot because the only person that would do that is like the person that doesn't want to actually like play or like try to interact. And I think with this group, you do such a good job of making sure that the energy fits that it just never feels like work. And for me, I think that that's important. I feel like we're in a society where we're constantly seeking stimulation to mistake it as joy And so it's hard to be present, even for group containers that are virtual. So it's like the only way to really get the most out of it is to like actually be playing and present. And every time I swear the full hours, not a single time I'm like dozing off or like, you know what I mean? I feel like it keeps me plugged in. And for me being ADHD, that's huge because there isn't much that like keeps me looped in besides like actual engaged energy. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, I'm so glad to hear that you're enjoying it because I'm enjoying, you know, holding this container and kind of creating the space and being there for all of you guys. How has it been for you? Like, because I know for you, you've been very much one-on-one, but kind of leaning into this community aspect. How has that felt? It's so, it's been so funny. And um, I definitely want to talk a little bit about Jamie's like role in this as well, because I've talked about doing the community forever. Like I, okay. Let's like backtrack to like two years ago when I was a massage therapist. I know I told Jamie this story when I was a massage therapist, well before COVID hit, well before coaching. And I had this idea to create a women's networking group because I saw this need. I was like, there's, I've been to so many of these like BNI groups, um, chamber of commerce groups. And they're like all old white men. They're at seven in the morning, half the time. Everybody's like in suits. Like I've just, I never felt like I belonged. I never felt like it really did anything for me. And I thought about creating this networking group. I had this great idea. I remember telling my dad about it. I like made a website. I never, it never actually like came to fruition, but I like rumbled around on it. I was like, okay, I could charge for it. You know, I could get these women together. It would be so cool. And, um, the idea kind of never came to fruition. It took a back burner and this is like one of the things I coach on a lot is like, okay, not every idea is meant to be acted on right away either. Like not every download that you get is meant to be immediately put to use. And I think this was a really good example of it. The idea was there, it was there and I like backburnered it. So then COVID happened. I get myself into body mind coaching. I the whole world shuts down. I shut my massage business. I become a coach. I'm like, I find human design. We're like years and years later, so much has happened. And I start learning about human design and realize like I'm a four one. I have the channel of community. Um, 
I have the cross of bargains, like everything in my, in my design, I'm channel the alpha is like, I'm here to be a leader. I'm here to host community. I'm here to bring people together. And, um, in the beginning, I took that very much to mean like being part of community. So I joined like a women's networking group locally, didn't find much, didn't get much out of it. Didn't find that it just, it just wasn't in alignment, nothing wrong with the group itself. It just didn't feel in alignment. Um, I was trying to do a lot of like fourth line stuff, like collaborations, joint lives. And I was like, I don't know, it just still isn't clicking. And so when Jamie starts working with me, I had said to you at some point, oh, I've always wanted to have like a community. I've always wanted to host like a community. I've thought about it. I've asked an Insta stories about it, but I didn't want to do a Facebook group. I didn't love Mighty. I just like hadn't found a server that would work. And I don't even know what you said, but you, you messaged me, you voxed me with something and you were like, blah, blah, I have this great idea for you. It would be a community. It would look, and I was like, oh my God, this is it. This is the community I've been thinking of. Like, I've been talking about doing this. Like, it's time to stop dragging my feet. I'm just, I'm just going to do it. Like Jamie's right. It's great. It would be a great idea. You felt like you needed that kind of community because we started working together and you were like, I don't have the support system. I don't feel like I can be myself. I don't feel like I can talk about my woo woo stuff. And you weren't ready to like launch right into that with your friends and family. You kind of wanted like a safe space to start to like, check that out, you know, and like dip your toes in and see how you were feeling about it. And so I'm like, you know what, let me, let me, let's talk about it. Like, let's create this thing. And this has been the easiest container I've ever put together. Like I put the idea out there. I did not put it on my website. I did not plan it. I did not make invoices. I did not create anything. Like I just tossed the idea out there. I mentioned it to a few people who I thought might be interested. I mentioned it to a few clients and I posted it on social media, just like in stories. I was like, Hey guys, I'm thinking about putting together this thing. It's not together at all. Don't expect anything. But like, this is my thought. I had people reaching out left, right, and sideways. It was so funny. And I was like, okay, so there's obviously a need for this. There's a need for community of entrepreneurs who understand what it's like and who can be a sounding board for you, who can, you can bounce your ideas off of, who you can go to for help, who you can go to for community. Um, and I, I kind of, kind of seen so many women coming to me saying, I, I don't have anyone I can talk to about this. I try to talk to my family. I try to talk to my husband. I try to talk to my parents and they just don't get it. They work a nine to five job. They don't understand why I would call out my email list, you know, delete hundred people off my, they can't understand why I would want to hire out. Like, and I'm, I'm sure if you're an entrepreneur and you're listening to this, you can totally relate. Like you try to go to your friends and family and they just give you this very like, it's not even their fault that it's bad advice because it's like, they just don't get it. Like they just don't get it. I'm, I remember many times my family being like, well, shouldn't you take every single person who wants to work with you? And I'm like, Oh God, no, definitely not. You know, like my dad was like, shouldn't you be working whenever they want you to come in? And I'm like, no, gosh, that's the absolute last advice I would ever give to my clients. But when you've never done it, it's hard to know. Anyway. So I tossed it out here on social media. I, I sent out a couple emails about it and God, this group filled in like a week. Um, women just came out of the woodwork. It was the kind of thing where people were telling me yes, before I even gave them the price. Like I, it was just full alignment. Like this was the most aligned offering I've put out there. And it was very obvious. Like as it rolled out, I was like, Oh, okay. So this is what I meant to do. Um, there's obviously a need for it. And it was just really easy. Just flowed the whole thing. And I, you know, end up calling Jamie and being like, girl, this group is happening. Like you sparked the idea and like, it's, it's happening. And I think for a long time, when there's a will, there's a way. Like, and I do remember when you were saying like, 
this came up out of nowhere. And it's one of the great things is working with Abby is she's not going to paint a picture for you to have you feel more comfortable. Like if she knows somebody, she'll let you know that she knows somebody. She's not going to pretend to be an expert. And so I remember because I kept having that sticking point of like showing up authentically and embodying it because I was so worried the woo-wooiness would read through and invalidate any credibility, you know, mm-hmm. of me acting sane um, that you were kind of like, this isn't something that's like uncommon. I'm hearing it from other people. And I know that there's people out here in this community that would like see and recognize you. And you said that, and it's a way that like, I knew that you wouldn't be saying that and putting that out there to like make me feel good. And sometimes I need to sit with it, but I was sitting with it. You know me, I'll connect dots. And then of course, the next thing I was like, Abby, isn't your incarnation cross community? Girl, I just think I found out your theme. And it's like, funny because it's like you've done this so your way and it like shows like what's meant for you yes like struggles have to happen in order to like prepare us for what we're meant but it never should feel like it's super difficult when it is meant for you like that you know what I mean and I think you showing up you would think like a leader in a container of female entrepreneurs like this person would need to have some structure and some order and it's like No, it's like, you know, that like us as women, we're not only worried about nurturing and like taking care of the family, but we're also worrying about what we need to hunt in case the husbands don't come back. Like that's like evolution, like back in the caveman days, like that, that's the way our brain works. And so I think what's great is like, you don't try to assume we need anything. Like you said, you, you actually have this ability to tap into the energy in the moment and allow whatever needs to, um, start fertilizing, growing, and developing among those there, like, happen organically. Like, and there's something about things not feeling forced that has you trust it more. I don't know what else to say, but I know a lot of times when we don't make the best decisions for ourselves, it's because there's doubt in there. And so it's like having that that feels so organic. It's hard not to trust it and then make those, like, best decisions for you afterwards versus kind of getting stuck into, like, was I just in like some type of like marketing ploy or like sales ploy? Like, did I just now get like looped into some like reoccurring revenue system cult that I can never like escape out of? Like it never felt like that. And I easily feel like sometimes these containers can feel that way. And -hmm. I think it's because like you said, you've had like gut inklings before and just never knew how it like fit. And I don't really know that we could have known that this would be as like valuable as it has been, unless we kind of played and experimented with it. Yeah, too. And I think a big piece of it was like me allowing it to be a little bit easier. Um, I noodled on a group community, but like I said, I, I don't like Facebook. I don't use Facebook. So while Facebook groups is a great tool for that kind of a thing, I was like, Oh God, to me having to log in and check Facebook all the time is, is stressful. It's not like, it's not easy for me. And I looked at mighty networks. I looked at Slack and Finally, I was like, I love to speak. I don't, I, for, for me, like going and writing things out and like writing in a Facebook group is, is stressful. And I was like, well, why don't I just set this thing up on Voxer? Because that's what works for me. And that's easiest for me. And when I finally did that, it was like, oh, boom, <laughs> filled, program filled. And I don't think most, like some of you have been on Voxer, but not everybody in the group had used Voxer previously and everybody loves it. You know, we're able to just speak. It's very convenient. Um, one of my goals with this program and with everything that I roll out, honestly, is I hate when I sign up for something and it's really time and energy sucking. Like I hate when I sign up for a program 
and I log into the course and there's like hours and hours and hours of like, I can't get to hours and hours of content. I'm a That's like that, the expectations that lowers your confidence, even though you're paying for this program to help you gain it. Yep. And you end up feeling overwhelmed because you're like, well, I can't even, I got this course to help me, but I can't even get to the content because it's so much and it's so stressful. Or like, um, I didn't want this to be, um, you know, I've done group pro- programs before and I really like them and the weekly calls and everything is great, but I'm like, that's just another thing for people to fit on their schedule. And I don't want that to be what this is. Like, I want this to be something where you can pop into Voxer when you need us. You can pop into Voxer and listen when it's convenient. You can, I do it in the car. I'm listening to what you guys are talking about. I do it in the morning in bed. Like it's so flexible. And that was kind of where I saw this group going is like, and I am expanding the program for the fall and I'm still sticking to that kind of rule is like, how can we deliver fast value where you don't feel like this is another stressor? (laughs) I don't want this to be stressful for you. That's why the container is so pure. It's like people aren't coming to like seek validation all the time. It's like if if what you're doing is prepping meetings to be self-validated, it's like, what are you really learning? You know, and so it's like when we are connecting, it's, it is so much like, hey, what does each person have the time on? You know, some people might be like, hey, I just caught up on a week's worth of messages. You know what I mean? In between all the chaos. It's like, that's great because that's authentic. Like people aren't trying to get validated for something. They're actually now in the point where they can have intentionality with whatever the discussion point was and share their two cents, which in turn, what I find out a lot of times, why I love how Abby has us do the boxer. She wants us to hear our voices, you know, so we can kind of put character to it. But I also re-listen to mine and I'm like, oh, that's some wisdom in there. But it's like, I don't yeah. normally do that. So how am I going to like learn from like what I share? So I just think all in all, I'm glad that that's going to be a continuant of the container because for me, it's been kind of how this group has functioned more as like a positive aspect of my daily ritual versus like another container I'm signing up for that I now feel like I have to do because I invested my money in it. And now I'm also having to like hype myself up or convince myself in investing my time and energy. It's like nobody wants to be in that mindset. And I think that you like lift all of those kind of um, gates that normal people would feel that way because of just how you deliver it as such like a playful expression of taking your business. But for me, it's like my life to the next level. Yeah. And I, I mean, that was definitely important for me. I wanted it to be that way. And being a projector, I mean, you know, I don't have a ton of energy. I don't want to be spending hours and hours every week with course content and blah, 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 and this and that. So I'm not going to provide that for other people because I know I don't always love that. And I'm not immune to all this stuff that we're talking about either. Like in the beginning, when we first launched the inner circle, the start of May, I was feeling a lot of pressure of like, am I doing enough? Am I talking enough in the group? Am I attentive enough to the group? Have I said enough? Do I need to meet, you know, like all that stuff. Cause it was like new to me. And then people kept reaching out being like, I absolutely love this group. It's so great. And I'm like, you know, it's only me that's in my own head of like, I'm not prompting you guys enough in the group. Um, totally let that go. It was like, Abby, that's all in your head. You just need to chill. Like everybody is loving this group and you know, it's, it's definitely been rolling out. So well, so far, but in the beginning, there was that like a little bit of pressure for me too, of like, am I doing enough? Am I doing enough? Are they like, do they like it? And Are I, they going to enjoy it? <laughs> and I think my biggest aha with you pursuing this, which I never even knew we would get to, you know, I kept being like, oh, I kind of cooked Abby into this, like, this is helping me. But I think before I used to think like, okay, I come from corporate America. 
Um, I haven't been brought up in the most supportive system of things that aren't kind of scientifically backed or proven. So it's like when Abby was getting this group together of women that were professionals, I was like, okay, yes, because it's not like technically like a woo-woo group. But after like a month of us being in container, it's like it's helped shed and correct a myth preconceived notion I held, which is those that are actually serious, doing things, taking the step, being badass boss ladies, in fact, all want to know more about their human design. And you're bringing in an expert, Crystal Woods, who connected us, who's like the embodiment of like, whatever your inner essence is, like that's what you have a right to like express and live every day. It's like, it's helped show me that like people that are very practical and in embedded in pragmatic logic and the real world like aren't so adverse to that which we're still like grasping to understand like for me if you told me that I wouldn't have believed I would have to see the data and it's like I've seen it because this is what these women are actually asking where I thought actually I'd be doing a course on sales and use tax and they've all been like no if we've clarified it we've fixed it up enough and it's like they don't even want something unpractical. It's like they're leaning towards things that I'm also interested in. And I could have never predicted that. I would have told you right now in starting the group that that's something that you kept telling me, like, I won't be that shocked to find. And yeah, here I am shocked. <laughs> A lot of woo-woo people out there, especially in my circle, let's be honest. <laughs> but they're also very pragmatic and logical and doing the work and like, actually focused on real business results like yeah they're woo woo but they're not like oh because the seventh dimension star is coming i'm not gonna do that you know what i mean like they're actual people living in day to day and i think for me it's just really awesome to have those type of individuals that have that uh preconceived pull to like want to explore things that they might not have like a firm grasp or understanding of not just themselves, but like society, like a human design or astrology type thing. Yeah. And I think it's all about that balance too. And I think a lot of the women in the group are very representative of that, which has been great of like, okay, yeah, I want to scale my business. Yeah. I want to focus on practical and business. And yeah, I want to figure out that I'm doing my business use and sales tax, right. But also how's the full moon affecting me this month? And what does my human design say about me? And how about my astrology? And like, it's, it's that balance between, okay, the energetics, the woo-woo, and also the practical. And I think all of us could use to have a little bit of balance of both. And it makes like doing the work like fun. Like I tell you what, like it, it has it like be a play that like, yeah, Abby kept saying like, I could do this or like I could embody it. And I, I just couldn't see it until this kind of group came together. And I'm glad like I did push you to do it because everything that I've kind of had a pull to be like, Hey, Abby, do you mind doing this for me and my support? Like you've been super receptive, not just to listen to me, but like to listen to yourself. Like, okay, this is what she's saying. Like, this is what I'm hearing. Like what works for me. And I think in turn, it's been super helpful for me. You know what I mean? Cause like, like I said, we're luckily on like that chapter where the growth and you building out your brand and the business of what it is, it's kind of aligning with me trying to figure out certain aspects of my like individuation. And so it's just been one of those, um, kind of cherry on the top like this inner circle I'm so glad that I have it because I think I'd be in panic while like the summer's coming up and you're going to take time off you know what I mean before hopping into another one-on-one mentorship with you it's like at least this feels like it'll allow me to keep the motivation I need and the momentum and doing the right things and the choices that feel expansive and have me feel proud of myself 
Yes, 100%. And for everybody listening to like, I just kind of had this like pop in my head as you were talking of like, you're like the dream client, right? So this is something I coach on all the time is like, you don't need to accept every single client. Like you get on a call, you don't feel really aligned with that person. You don't need to sign them as a client. And that, that can be this very like scarcity mindset of like, I have to take them because I need the money. And you've been a really like example of that. You like kind of fell out of nowhere. We met at Crystal's workshop. You started following, we started following each other on Instagram. And then you just like popped in my DMS of like, I'm interested. I want to sign up. How can I sign up? And it's just been instant alignment. Like not only are you benefiting me, I'm benefiting you. We're like back and forth both ways, like really have created this cool relationship. And I said to Crystal, my coach, one day I was like, the bar is set. Like only Jamie level clients and up from here. Like (laughs) she's the dream team, maybe, (laughs) but it's been really cool to see just like what happens when the alignment is there, right? Like I'm thriving, you're thriving. Um, And what was even funnier was we'll give a little shout out to Tara McCrory who came on a couple episodes again. Don't quote me the exact number of episodes she was on 18, maybe. And I did a Akashic record session with her and during it, during our session, she said to me, you have a client there's, you know, this is what it was in the records. There's a client or it's maybe someone who's a client or someone who's about to be a client who is someone that is like a soul. You have a soul contract with, and that you're here to learn from. And not only are they here to learn from you, you're here to learn from them. And right away I was like, um, I know who that client is. (laughs) That's Jamie 100%. And I thought it was just it was so affirming for what I've already been saying the whole time is like, we kind of were very divinely paired up together and have learned and kind of shifted together as we've gone through this container. It's so cool. Yeah. You and Tara had magical energy together. That was a podcast that I hadn't listened to prior, but I caught alive. Um, Abby had mentioned to me that she had this conversation before, but I caught alive and I couldn't get off of it. I'm the type of person where I'll like scroll through lives real quick. I think you were doing like a follow-up Q&A. I was so zoned in as if it was an episode. I was like, what is this that Abby has going on now in live? Like, who's this woman that's on here with her? Like, this is awesome. I think she even did like an energy pendulum like thing. I was like, yeah, she did. She she was awesome. I love your energy with her. Yeah, I came on a live and I thought this was like planned out and like something, but it was something you kind of did like last minute on a whim. Yeah, we just kind of wanted to shout out like her sessions and the Akashic Records and all that stuff and like what had come up with me and talk about my experience. And that live is up on IGTV if you guys want to go see it with Tara McCrory. Um, Yeah, it was awesome. That was a great live. I was super glad you attended too, which was funny because like you had kind of come up. So we shouted it out in the live too. And I was like, yes, my soul contract right here, this girl. (laughs) Yeah, and it was good. I think the recording, she walked through like a lot of like what's happening energetically around this time. And it's like, I didn't know how much I needed that energetic cleanse. And now it made sense like why I couldn't get off the live, but it was like, like, Oh my God, I didn't even think I needed, like, this is a live. I never knew I needed. And I hate to say that about social media. I hate, I hate being like, Oh, this is something I knew I never needed. Cause it means that it's getting super effective. Yeah. I'm glad that that was helpful for you because, um, everybody else on that live really enjoyed it as well. And I'm, I'm glad that that was helpful for everybody. So before we wrap it up today, Jamie, why don't we, cause we've done a lot of talking about the inner circle and our time together and all that stuff, which is great. I'm super excited about it, but why don't you tell everybody a little bit about like your, where you're headed? Cause maybe in the future, someone will be listening to this You'll yeah. already have your business together. So why don't you shout out a little bit about what, what you see for future Jamie? Yeah. Well, 
What Abby and I are currently working on is trying to get into spaces where I can be clear about what choices and discernment of like what I want to be doing with my energy. And I think one of the things that is always going to be evident with me is that I am going to be like the VP of miscellaneous things. Like I love to consume information. Of course, I prefer to consume the things that I'm interested in. So who knows like at any given time what insights I'll have. But what I also really do love is the simplicity and beauty in systems. Um, more importantly, like technological systems, because technology is a different form to communicate. I also believe it's the beacon for projectors, since sometimes we don't have a defined throat or way to communicate that technology is very um, a great conduit for that, that we didn't have previous to you know, 1980, whatever. Um, and so for me, moving forward, I think one of the things that I'm really intrigued on is converging what systems and technologies mean for individuals. Like if you think about way back when, when Steve, and I'm not saying on Steve Jobs by any means, but when Steve Jobs made a computer more um, every day for individuals looking to do their own thing at home versus being at work and in a corporation, it's kind of like the same thing with small business. I feel like there's a lot of different technology systems and platforms out there that allow businesses to do more with their energy in ways that light them up. So it like takes away the mundane. And as individual entrepreneurs and professionals, there's a real lack of that. So the work-life balance is even more difficult than those big corporate schemes that kind of have it all. And I want people to know that they can have it all. And there are going to be systems and platforms in place. I don't know which ones yet because I'm still kind of embarking on what kind of works for people. But even if somebody's tried out a bunch of systems and is willing to allow me to kind of interview them and dig deeper, um, it is something that I will be exploring and conversations that I'm welcoming as I feel like it will only be beneficial um, for myself, but that I could hopefully shed some strategic guidance with the experience that I've had in kind of the B2B corporate America world. But I really feel like the more power we put in individuals to live their balanced and most authentic life, like that's where I'm at all day. And so um, it's a far off shoot, but if anybody feels so compelled to reach out, Abby will have my handle and I'm always up for engaging and definitely kind of learning and gathering more data and information. Yeah. And I think that's going to be so big for you. Like, I know we've talked about this a lot. And as I know, for me as a coach, like there's not a lot of systems that are built for coaches. There's like, I use HoneyBook, which is like built more for freelancers. It works for me for coaching, but it's like not perfect. Like none of the systems are perfect. Like none of the calendar bookings are perfect. I pay MailChimp. I pay later. I pay like everybody. It's like, there's 8,000 different freaking systems. The integrations aren't always great. And so like, I see this you setting up some sort of way for us to simplify. And um, it ties really nicely into what I'm always talking about, like honoring your energy, more time freedom, because if we had better systems behind a lot of this stuff that we're doing, um, it would free up so much time. It would free up so much energy, so much bandwidth in our brain. And um, yeah, I look forward to seeing what you come up with in that regard. And I know you're not in a rush. You're kind of like just feeling things out, but I'm, I'm excited to see what, what, you come up with. And I anticipate us working together in the future. And I see this whole thing scaling with, I have a bunch of, I have like a, a whole fam of people that I'm like, Oh, we're going to, we're going to like take over we're the world. Yeah. Yeah. And we're all going to be working together because 
Yeah. What you, what you're talking about is so necessary. Um, and I think it really is, especially if it like crush the fear of the gremlin that will always pop up in our head when we're trying to wonder like why we don't have the life that we have, you know what I mean? Anything that kind of helps make it easier because there's a lot of smoke and mirrors in larger scale things that sometimes we just don't have purview to. So we beat ourselves up and judge ourselves. And it's like, life does enough of that for us. And so I just, yeah, yeah. whatever I do, my purpose very much is to like use simple systems to simplify and figure out how to like incorporate it in a way that's not just meaningful for me. So I get the recognition, but like ultimately serves its purpose and people being able to find like better meaning and how they live versus like, working you know what I mean living to work or make a name totally. for themselves oh I 1000% agree I'm really excited to see what you do with this obviously you know I'm here if you need market research and yeah if anybody wants to reach out to Jamie for market research to kind of chat about like what's working what's not working I have a lot to say about it oh my god it's like trying to find a system to run this community through like I like Voxer but like yeah it's just such a headache I feel like there's so many you know now I'm starting online courses it's like there's nothing that does it all I have 8,000 different things I pay 10, $15 to, and there's not one thing that just like does it all. Like, can't someone just do contracts and coaching and courses and all of it in one spot. So I don't have to jump around. Um, so I see Jamie creating that for us. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah. So and I'm definitely not you. smart enough to create all that, but I, I could possibly develop like an adapter or a communicator so that everything can be housed in like a one source shop which is my hope. So if you think I'm a genius, that that's, that's definitely a wrong assumption, but I definitely am a problem solver. And I do want to seek like a solution that's like a universal so that yeah. it does create a lot more ease. And you could bring in the people that are necessary to make these things come to life. Like that's also like, you, yeah. you bring up a good point. I don't think it's that you're not smart enough, but like you aren't yeah. going to do all of this on your own and that's okay. You know, you can yeah, bring like in the necessary people. If there's a system people. you really hate, that you want to like yell at me for and figure out how to like break it. It's like, yeah, we could have that like yelling session and try to break it. But it's like, I'm, I'm not going to be good enough to fix it. So it's like, is it even really worth it? You know what I mean? Like there's other options and that's the thing. It's like, um, until I can figure out what a platform is where I have the technology and like architects on hand to be able to adhere to customers' behavior. There's like a lot of good workarounds and yeah, they're not the best. Like Abby said, it's good enough for now, but you're thinking what the evolution is going to be. And it's like, that to me is kind of what's important because that's a solutions oriented mindset versus like, okay, I'm not going to do this at all because it's not perfect. Yeah. And in super one, three fashion too, I think you're going to, whatever this journey takes you, wherever it takes you, it's going to like evolve and change and you'll probably go through, you know, a very one, three process as you go about it. You know, you might go into it thinking one thing and find something else and then be like, Oh, that's not going to work. I got to do something else. So I'm interested to see where you take this and um, yeah. Happy for you to have a business of your own and kind of see where you take all of this. And two, while we were talking at one point, I thought, you know, it would be fun. And maybe we'll do this at the start of season two would be to bring a few of the women from the inner circle on and just do like a session, like a podcast all together. Like that would be so much fun. Oh my God, like a season one of the inner circles, like group recap. Oh my God, I'm all about it. What are those things called? Like the real housewives of like New Jersey have it, like where they all come together yeah. afterwards. I love yeah, that. the real world yeah. or whatever. I wonder what they're getting the most value out of too. It's like afterwards I get like, oh, I got all this value and girls are like, oh, I'm so glad I have it. But 
I would like to know the specifics. That would be, I would actually be intrigued to be a part of that and a fly on the wall. Yeah, that would be fun. I don't know how it might be a lot of people to talk. Like, I don't know, like, you know, for, for podcasting, sometimes it's hard if like multiple people are talking, it can get, but we'll see. I'm, I'm interested when you, at one point of us talking, I was like, oh, you know, what would be fun to get a handful of the other women into a podcast together, many of whom have actually been on the podcast before. Um, so a lot of them have their own solo episodes, but just to do an episode all together and kind of just talk about whatever yeah. you know, our experience and all that would be a lot of fun. We so. should throw out there then a plug or a call to action for any master facilitators that know how to do good remote panel. Yeah. Because yeah, I think that that would be awesome. I would like to hear from each and everybody on like what their collective thoughts of the experience are, because yeah, it's like, I feel that there's a common humanity, but like to see what people say, like that's like incredibly like clarifying and validating. Maybe we'll do a little, cause we're, we've only been in about a month to the inner circle. So maybe we'll like mm-hmm. get a little bit more through the program and we'll, and we'll come on and chat about it. You guys might hear that on season two. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. All right, Jamie. Well, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you shout out your handle or whatever else information that you want to give. And yeah. Yeah. So you can find me at moon pie collective. I've named it after one of my cats that I've rescued. I live in Southwest Florida. So if you ever find yourself rolling around this island of misfit toys, send me a DM, hit me up. And yeah, I'm all about people helping people. I love the podcast, Abby, and I'm just appreciated that I could actually be a part of season one. Yay, me too. It's been amazing to have you on. I'm glad. I know we talked about it a while back and then finally I was like, Jamie, it's time. It's time to record. I got to get you on. Um, so yeah, so it's been great to chat with you today. I'm sure everybody's going to love your nuggets of wisdom and just hearing a little bit about your experience, um, with human design, coming back to yourself, figuring your stuff out. Um, and with this amazing kick-ass community of ladies. Yeah. The common humanity has been a game changer. And so I'm excited to see how each of our journeys unfold. Yeah. And I think that's where my business is definitely heading is as much, I love doing the one-on-one coaching and you know that, but like um, I see that scaling back a little bit, but you know, I'm probably going to start taking only a couple people a year and really putting my focus into this community stuff. Cause it's so cool to see everybody connect. And I feel like that's like what I'm really here for. Um, and now that I found it and realized like how aligned it felt as I stepped into this, I'm like, okay, this is definitely, this is definitely where this is headed. And I am already for everybody listening. I am already drumming up plans for the next round of the inner circle, which I know already we'll start in September right after Labor Day. Um, none of the official details are figured out in quadrate fashion. Um, and probably at the point that this episode drops, I won't have the wait list set up yet. But if you're interested in the inner circle or learning more, reach out to me so I can make sure that you get put on the wait list so that when I start um, getting all the details together, you're the first to find out. Yay. Awesome. Anything else you want to say, Jamie, before we wrap it up here? No, this is awesome, Abby. Thanks for having me on. And yeah, I'll be sure to look forward to the September cohort. It's like perfect, like strategic planning for 2022. Like get your life in order before the new year actually comes. I love that. Yep. Yep. That's, that's where I'm thinking. We'll do like a fall, fall 21 round of um, inner circle. And then we'll see. I have a feeling this thing's going to keep growing. So we'll see how it goes from here. But thank you everybody for listening. Thanks, Jamie, for coming on today. And we will see you next time here on Ask Abby.